This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tecova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Thanks for listening to the For the Campus podcast, where each week we sit down and have discussions about Christian faithfulness in the college campus. To learn more about City Church Tallahassee and our ministries, head to citychurchtallahassee.com. All right. Well, hey, Jacob, thanks for hanging out with us on the For the Campus podcast. Before we dive in and talk about creativity and serving the church, I'd love to hear about how you got connected to City Church. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I got connected right after my family moved here. So we moved in the summer of 2017, right after I graduated from high school. Um, My brother and I were both looking to go to college down here, and the Lord made a really cool way for our whole family to move as well, Mm because this is where my uh, parents are originally from. And we had a cousin at City Church who recommended it to us, and we came. And actually, the first Sunday here, you preached, so we got to hear from the college pastor right away, and my parents knew that this is a church they wanted us to be at. Um, and then after around that time, I was already kind of into doing like some social media stuff, just like photography and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And one of our worship leaders reached out to me through Instagram and asked if I would be willing to meet with you um, to do a video project right when we we're starting uh, CCU. Yeah. Um, so through her, I got connected with you, and from there was my beginning of my city yeah. church experience. <laughs> yeah, and we were talking a minute ago, so we've had student leadership for four years. Right. But this group of seniors is the first group of students who have, from their freshman year to their senior year, had the structure that we know today as City Church U to, to kind of function and enroll in, which is really exciting for me to see that full through. Yeah. But you became a student leader as soon as you could, which was your sophomore year. Right. Could you give us a talk through about kind of how you've served within student leadership and like how that's progressed over the years? Yeah. So before a student leader, I was just kind of coming and going in terms of serving wise. Mm -hmm. Um, And then once I got plugged into student leadership a little bit more, it became a little more regular. Mm -hmm. And so I started off um, by apprenticing in a city group. So just learning uh, Will Lowry and uh, Sean. Okay. So sorry. Yeah, you're good. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. So we just, uh, yeah, I just got to like, be mentored by them and the ways of like learning and how to lead a city group was really, really mm-hmm. cool. Um, and then from there, I also got t- connected to the production team. Um, so started doing some production stuff, which was just like running slides, running lights and stuff like that on Sunday mm-hmm. mornings or I'm sorry, Tuesday nights. So, mm-hmm. And then in the mix of that, you know, we're going to talk about creativity some today. Like you've done a really good job of being involved in photography, uh, video, lights, 
and also just kind of like creative brainstorming for certain things or helping kind of establish for lack of better phrase some of the brands that we have you know hey what do you think of this logo like working with Rebecca Strickland and some of the team um, for you one of the things I wanted to kind of talk about as we think about creativity um, I think a lot of people have a hard time taking that first step like with serving in the church and you know they're fine using doing photography for themselves or you know kind of playing around with that stuff but it can be hard to take your work and to put it out there for lack of a better phrase could you talk to us about kind of what led you to try to serve in that way and then also maybe some of the challenges or feelings that you felt when you started yeah absolutely so i would say like there is like a fear in like when it's no longer just about like for you you're no longer just doing it for yourself you're mm-hmm. putting it out there for many other people to come along and have opinions on it too. Mm-hmm. So it's it can be a humbling experience to like have some other people give their opinion, healthy opinion on um, like the work you're doing. Mm-hmm. But like the encouragement there is like, you're able to grow so much more from that. So instead of like isolating yourself within your headspace of, mm-hmm. oh, I think this looks good. So that's the content I'm gonna put out there. You're getting more and more opinions. So you're also being able to grow your ability to produce content mm-hmm. while also then being able to produce it for the church. So you're learning how to apply it to your own life, but you're being able to serve through having like healthy critiques and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. It's there's like multiple dimensions. That's it's going to be helpful. on. Right. And then also, you know, when we look throughout the history of the church and, and honestly throughout the scriptures, we see that, you know, we're made in the image of a God who creates, he's creative and part of the way that we honor and glorify him is through our creativity, through Tim Keller has an incredible sermon on um, what did God mean by cultivate, you know, like to yeah. cultivate the garden and how that ties to arts. And um, one of the things that I've seen recently, and I don't know if this is a recent trend, but it's just something I've noticed, is a lot of people almost um, separate creativity or art from the church or they think that they need, if they are gonna do stuff, they need to first go out and develop themselves, and then they can come in once they're finally developed. Rather than saying, no, the church is a place that really values this stuff, because we think it's a really compelling tool to honor the Lord and tell stories and share the gospel and et cetera, and I can be developed within it from the very beginning stages to, yeah. to the end. Um, for you, did you have somebody that, like, was it kind of some just somebody in the church asking you to do something, or did you have someone in your life pushing you towards involvement? Or I think um, just, like, growing up in a church, like, my family always wanted to be involved in it, so mm-hmm. I developed that, like, want to be in the church mm-hmm. from an early age. But, like, the really great thing about City Church, I tell people this all the time, is, like, they're, like— the leadership so like Mm -hmm. lay leaders as well as like staff are going to be pulling you into the church as well so like it was a lot of you and then Mm -hmm. other like leaders asking me to serve in different ways which grew what I felt I was comfortable with you know it pushed me out of that comfort zone so like I had like a desire to serve in the church but maybe didn't understand where I wanted to serve but it was through like leaders pulling me in who helped me kind of develop like a skill set or like the areas that I might be interested in serving in. And that's such a beautiful picture of what we want the church to be. Like, you know, you're learning photography, like I'm gonna talk to you about life and photography, and here's how I would, this is the lens I would use for this, this is how I'd edit this photo, this is the aperture that you need for this setting, you know. And um, it's been really cool for me 
to watch you develop, not just as a photographer and videographer, but just also as a man and as a student leader. And I think from my vantage point, I've seen all those things be tied together as you've worked across different teams. Yeah. And that's a great point that you made, which is, hey, you can grow in your photography, but the benefit of doing it within the context of your church community is that it will also help you grow as the man or woman of God Absolutely, in, yep. in the church. Could you share to us, or sh- share to us, um, when, as a Christian who is interested in all of these creative spaces, how do you feel like your faith informs that? Yeah, I think, like, I think we all, oftentimes get into, like, a mindset, like you were saying, like, the creative aspect of things doesn't always apply to our faith and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I think being, like, when you're able to, like, think through, like, oh, I'm going to take a certain shot or I'm going to think through a way of how I want a video to come out and look mm-hmm. like that, you're able to take, like, that kind of kind of process and apply it to your faith. So, like, being able to critically think through what you believe and mm-hmm. how you share that is very similar to the way you might think through how am I going to approach a video project or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I think we don't see how they connect as much as we might, but they actually do connect a lot, in, mm-hmm. at least in like the way we're, we're thinking and processing things. Yeah, like being more intentional with, with your faith and trying to think about maximizing your time. I, I could see that with photography in particular, right, for right. sure. Um, so the other thing that I think is interesting is like now you've got the opportunity to start to um, use your gifting with people who are earlier in the process, younger in the church, like how, how do you feel like you can use creativity to disciple and mentor others? What does that look like? I think, so when we talk about like taking our lives and using that to pour into other people, like we want to find connections we have with them. And so like being able to take a certain skill set, mm-hmm. whether it's photography, videography, or anything else, and seeing that in someone else, like a new believer, a younger Christian, you can connect with them on that level. And then from there develops a bond that then you can develop discipleship as well. So like use those skills that you have to make connections so that mm-hmm. you're able to you know, build that person up and have that relationship. Mm-hmm. What would you say to somebody who's young and they want to learn to make graphics? They want to learn to take photos. They want to they want to learn an instrument or um, whatever it may be, but they're they're afraid to start. I would say like, don't be afraid to like reach out and ask for help. Mm. Like, there's fear in that because you're again you're putting yourself in a vulnerable vulnerable position. Mm-hmm. Um, but the best way we can learn is like by watching other people and getting their input. So reach out and the best place to reach out, cause especially like our church encompasses all those things, mm-hmm. like reach out to someone in the church that you see doing that well. Um, just like when Kevin was on here and talking about like mentorship a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, like if you see somebody that you're wanting to be mentored by, even if it's not spiritually, if it's through a gift, like one of those things, like reach out to them and have a conversation and develop that relationship so that you're able to grow better and better on those things. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to come out right off the bat being the best photographer in the church. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like that skill set develops just like anything else. Yeah, that's a great, a great point too, to just the mindset of whatever your need is or whatever your, your desire is that you can first look in the church to see, okay, this is the, 
the group, the community of people that I'm a part of who love the Lord and have a, a, a shared worldview as me and understand they're thinking through things missionally. And it should be my first place I look and not the right. last place I look. And so I think it's challenging for college students because the first place that students often look is I got to look for an internship. I got to look for a workshop on campus. I got to yeah. look for, um, and those things aren't bad at all. But I think that for um, us as Christian people that we should think, okay, if I can learn something from an older man or woman in the church, whether it be a trade or photography or whatever, then you know, I'm building a relationship with a brother and sister in Christ in my church. Just right. like you said, you know, I'm able to serve my church. Um, I guess on the on the flip side of that, you know, with you're a college student at FAMU and you lead a FAMU city group. And I think that a lot of times people kind of think of like Christian art as corny or cheesy or whatever. That's a whole nother conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but historically, Christians and, and art have been really well respected. And I feel like now when I go on campus, that that divide is is really significant as far as um, it almost seems like there's a lot of photography, music, videos, murals that are against the Christian worldview or, uh, you know, celebrating certain things that we're opposed to. How do you try to think through on campus as a college student, like your Christian convictions and engagement in creative arts? Yeah, I think like as like the secular movement continues like a lot of our arts and stuff like that are going that way and have been for a long time like and as college students we and just as people too in america like we appreciate like when things like look nice and when like there's that creative aspect to things mm -hmm. like it's attracting and it appeals us like like we're usually drawn towards a certain school because of those factors in some degree so it's like being able to take you know, what people are already looking for, like are already looking for something like attractive in the sense of like a graphic or something like that to mm -hmm. pull you in. That's not, that's not what's going to keep them in, but it might be what pulls them in. Like that might be pulls you into your college, but the academics of your college is what can keep you there. So like being able to work through, you know, how can I use, you know, a gift of like photography or art or mm -hmm. music and use that in a Christian worldview that's not corny, but like looks like our world. And I think City Church does that well. And just like the the image we put out there of like just clean graphics and stuff like that. Like it's something super simple, but it's something that, you know, is like appealing to college students who are looking mm -hmm. to be a part of something, you know, quote unquote cool, you know. Yeah. And I think that one of the, I guess, really exciting things about being a part of City Church U is we have college students who are interested in so many different things and we're like we don't want to we don't want to change your interest we just yeah. want the gospel to inform your interest you know like right. we want the the Christian worldview to live out in whatever that context is whether you're an architecture student like your architecture correct right right or you're a you know a business major or you're a social work major and I think some areas are more challenging than others to be a Christian and f to be clear and for your convictions to go out. And I do think that's true in the creative space yeah. because some people are going to discredit you or think that um, think that you're corny or you know whatever uh, part of a cult or brainwashed yeah. just because of your your faith. Um, another question I guess I had was a big difference that I see with Christian 
student leaders like yourself and I guess a creative student who's not connected to the churches, you, you it seems like you have like a priority of using your gifts for the church before even yourself. Is that how you think through it or? Yeah, I would definitely say that. And I, and I think too, a part of that is just the further you're developing your faith, the more and more you have a desire to like please God and follow his will. So you're kind of, you know, less of you, more of mm-hmm. him. So like the more and more that you grow in your faith and grow to know God better, the more and more like I'd rather spend my time developing his kingdom than, you know, my own. So mm-hmm. I, then again, you apply that gift, your gifts to that. So like I'd much rather pr- make a video for the church rather than for a solo project or something like that, just because that's where I prefer to use my time now, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love what you said, to develop God's kingdom rather than my own. You know, I think that's another challenge with kind of our generation today, and especially in photography and social media and all yeah. of those things where it's like, especially with social media, I feel like it's it, it's allowed us to like have a number on our kingdom, right. you know, like, oh, wow, like... Uh, sometimes we'll have college students who come and someone, someone will come and say, man, no, you know, such and such is here. They got 5,000 Instagram <laughs> followers, you know, and it's like, yeah. this guy's got a big kingdom over here. And it doesn't mean that if you have 5,000 Instagram followers that, that that's how you think about it. But I think there's a huge temptation to try to use photography just to grow your Instagram, to grow your kingdom, to right. try to use videos, to et cetera, et cetera. How do you fight against that? Yeah, I, and this may be a super simple answer, but I would say too, just the more you're growing in your faith, the more and more you you don't you just don't care anymore. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like I would say, I definitely my freshman year and like I guess the end stages of high school where like social media really started like blowing up. Like there is such a huge temptation for that to become what was like my identity was like mm-hmm. you know what I was putting out there was who I was. So I need to put out the best that it, there is. So like there's like that huge temptation there that that's what everyone's seeing you as. Mm-hmm. Um, but someone told me one time, like who you are is the relationships you have. So the people that you're interacting with day in and day out are the people who know you the best. So like mm-hmm. thinking more about like, how is, you know, my brother and sister in Christ that I'm serving alongside seeing me compared to someone I've never met on social media, you know, mm-hmm. like when you start thinking about that kind of stuff, your mindset shifts and you care a lot more about the opinions of the people who care most about you and not about people who you never met. Yeah. You know, and the people who actually know you and the people who are going to not give you feedback on how cool or uncool your weekend was, but like, yeah. on you know, <laughs> Hey, here's something I see in your life or here's an opportunity that I, you know, you and you and I had a conversation, I think last year where I sat down and was like, here's, I think the next challenge for you, like the next thing that you got, it's going to push you out of your comfort zone. Right but I know you and I know that this is what you need to do. And it's like social media is not really going to deliver that. Some stranger, they're just going to like a photo and yeah. you have a little and not think twice about it. <laughs> moment of yay. And then it just moves on. Yeah. And, but I do think that that's really tough with, with the creative space. And I think some, some people uh, just feel the need to be so individualistic. Yeah. And as Christians, we are, God does make us with unique abilities and, and no doubt, but we're also called to be community people and mm-hmm. kind of, I must decrease that so he can increase. I'm carrying a cross. I'm a part of something greater than myself. Those are almost the opposite of a lot of the creative kind of yes, mentality that yes. we hear today. <laughs> um, what advice would you give back to yourself at the very beginning, freshman year walking in, in regards to creativity and how to think about it? Um, I would say just 
be willing to reach out more than I think I originally was. Mm -hmm. Again, I was in that kind of mindset that like, if I'm going to do creative stuff, it's going to be for me kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I wanted to serve in the church, but I didn't connect the two that that's how I could be serving. So I would just give myself the advice, you know, reach out, ask questions, and also be willing to serve in areas that you might be uncomfortable serving in. Like Mm -hmm. that's how like you discover your talents and you discover, you know, skill sets as well as being able to, or being willing to serve in areas that you may are uncomfortable to. I mean, just Mm -hmm. like what you're saying, like, the conversation we had probably a year ago, like you were like, I'm ready to pull you out of that comfort zone, you know? Mm-hmm. So like being willing to accept that and also ask for that. Um, yeah. Well, what's the most uncomfortable thing you've been asked to do here? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, probably when I was asked to like lead our East Campus like production team, uh-huh. because I was like, I've never really been in that, that sort of like a leadership Mm-hmm. role you know like so Alex Scott our executive director asked me I think it was a year ago mm-hmm. a little over a year ago he asked me if I would come on and just be able to like lead that team and it's not a big team but there's like a fear in like leading adult mm-hmm. guys who you don't have a relationship yeah. with yet and so like <laughs> that are older than you predominantly right yeah, yeah. right like I'm used now to like leading in a city group where it's college students people my age mm-hmm. or people younger than me but like thinking about like, how do I like foster a team and like like a relationship with these guys was something hard to think through. But again, it was like you encouraging me and Alex encouraging Mm -hmm. me and like talking to me, how do I navigate that? Like that helped me so much and just getting me out of that comfort zone and being able to make connections that otherwise I was like afraid to do, you know? Mm -hmm. Another thing I've seen happen is people in the church who sometimes are really good at a certain think creatively can hide behind that and not get outside of their comfort zone. Like for instance, like it would have been really comfortable for you to just keep taking photos. Yeah. And then I remember I sat down and asked you to come into a leadership position in city group to start leading city groups. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, no, no, I'll just kind of do the photography thing. But I think that you've done a great job of being willing to, to serve a church wherever it needs and not just where you want to serve the church or not just in the area that you want to grow in. Could you talk to us about your transition into leading a city group and ways that that kind of challenged you? Yeah, I think leading a city group is one of the most like formative things for me as a college student. Mm-hmm. Being a part of a city group is great, but outside of that, you don't really have to think. Like mm-hmm. you just come to it, you put in a forward opinion, and you're done. Um, I was having this conversation with someone the other day, just like who was like scared to lead a city group. Mm-hmm. I was like, I was really afraid of it too. And the cool thing is through student leadership, we get to apprentice first. So we're able mm-hmm. to kind of see the thought process that goes behind it. But like through leading a city group, I grew so much in my faith because I was forced to develop an opinion on things. I was forced to challenge myself in ways that I didn't already know. Mm-hmm. Um, so like where I was comfortable in the creative space, taking photos, you know, doing a video project, I had to transition again to something I was uncomfortable with to now something that I love doing, which mm-hmm. is leading that city group. Like it's grew my faith in a way that like taking photos might not have, yeah. you know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, um, what, like, how long do you feel like it took for you to get through that? Was it something that was a couple weeks, couple months, year? Probably a semester, honestly, like, mm-hmm. Um, I apprenticed with Sean and Will for a year, so like two semesters. And then last summer was when the first time like I started like leading, leading. Mm-hmm. 
And so even through, at that point, I was already more comfortable leading. Um, but even th like through that summer semester, I feel like that's where I did the most growing because I was like the like head leader in that position. So I was having to, again, like put forward a lot more thought into what I believed mm -hmm. and being able to ask, you know, formative questions to like my mentors and stuff like that, that would influence the group. So mm -hmm. it's a process. <laughs> for sure. But you've done a great job of just continuing to be faithful and serve. Are you ready for some fun rapid fire? Yes, absolutely. All right. So one of the things I know about you is that you're pretty efficient with your time. Like you've done a good job with your time management. What are some time management tips from Jacob Baldry? Awesome. I would say, so I would say we fall into like two extremes. Like we all either fall into like laziness, which is like the lie of there's always more time or we fall into like busyness where we feel like there never is enough time. And I've had to come to like the realization because in different seasons, I'll fall into one or the other mm -hmm. that like we have 24 hours in a day. That's all we have. So how do I use that time like efficiently? Mm -hmm. um, so just I'm trying to find ways that I can, especially like in those busy seasons, ways that I can incorporate like scripture and scripture memory and prayer and stuff like that into like my daily routine. So like I have a 15 minute drive to work or a 20 minute drive to campus. So I spend that time in prayer rather than listening mm -hmm. to music. Um, so like finding ways to incorporate the important stuff in your life to the things you already have to do, mm -hmm. I think is a really good way to do that. Mm -hmm. And like, um, like building community the same way, like Kevin talked about a couple of weeks ago on this podcast, like having lunch or dinner with a friend rather than by yourself, like mm -hmm. it's something you have to do. So why not make it a useful part of your time? So what about any apps that you feel like are, or, or calendar systems that you use? I use, um, for like structural just like laying out my day i just use the, like the apple calendar mm -hmm. app and like assign everything a color and just know like i'm just like an ordered person so i like having everything mm -hmm. in order um but also being willing to say it's okay if not everything falls in that order is something i'm learning as well like yeah <laughs> being okay with a little bit of change is cool my so. wife is like that like she is uh you know she is very very ordered yeah and it, it can be really challenging when something lasts longer doesn't last as long changes for sure right um but definitely you know having a calendar I w i'm amazed how many college students don't have calendars it stresses me out i don't yeah. know how to do it <laughs> and like um how they remember everything but anyway um my next one is it, who creatively who do you look up to the most um that's a really good question um in our church i would say um taylor he probably doesn't even know that, but like, I love like looking at his work and cause he was able to like show Taylor me a lot Cook of stuff. Or, Taylor Cook. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then like outside of the creative space or like outside of city church, um, I don't know, honestly, like there's some like guys I follow on Instagram mm -hmm. who do like travel photography and stuff like that, which I think is just like cool. Mm -hmm. Like they don't put out like informative videos for like you to learn from or anything like yeah, that. Yeah. But just like looking at like different content like that online, I think it's interesting it gives you ideas is that so. what you are drawn to the most travel photography or i think so yeah just because like you get to see like a different like landscape and stuff yeah yeah um what has been your most fond memory of the past three years of city church U? um probably honestly just like city group leading like mm -hmm. like being in that space and like the relationships you build with people through that is really cool 
like I love Tuesday nights. I love being on production doing Tuesday nights. And I love the big events we do as well. But like just something special about like seeing the same faces every week and talking about like hard stuff, which is a lot of fun. So <laughs> what encouragement would you give to an incoming student to City Church? I would say as an incoming student, like again, be willing to step out of your comfort zone. So even if you're a really social person, be willing to like, you know, they're gonna be more willing to like come in and make friends quickly, mm -hmm. but be willing to put yourself in a in a hard position. If mm -hmm. you're like someone who's a little more reserved or like shy like I am, be willing to like go and make those connections, you know, mm -hmm. like join a city group, that's the best way to do that. You meet friends and mm -hmm. meet community through that. Um, and then also just try to incorporate consistency in your life. like. If you're going to commit to a city group and Tuesday nights, be there every week, no matter what, you know, like mm -hmm. schedule your studying time around those things rather than scheduling those things around your study time. Mm. That's good. Well, thanks for hanging out and being on the podcast today, man. Thanks for having me. All right. <laughs> thanks again for listening to the For the Campus podcast. If this podcast was helpful for you, please take time to share it with others. Also, feel free to reach out to us online. Have a great day.